Are you sending direct mail? Is your phone ringing off the hook with motivated seller calls? If it's not, it's probably because you're not marketing. One of my favorite ways to reach motivated sellers is by using direct mail. And the reason is, is I can target those who may have recently got a divorce or who have inherited a property from a death um, and so on and so forth. I can also target high equity. I can target absentee owners. And it is a tried and true way to get your message out. And more importantly than that, to get your phone ringing. I want you guys to go to dpipodcast.com forward slash direct mail so you can see the exact mail provider that I use. I want to share them with you. They do letters and postcards. Letters as low as 59 cents and postcards as low as 39 cents. Mike and I send hundreds, if not thousands of postcards and letters to motivated sellers in our market every single week. Reason is, is because it works and we are going to continue to send direct mail because it works. So if you're not using a mail provider already, we want to share with you the company that we use. And they will hook you guys up with special pricing. Mention David Dodge or Mike Slane when you contact them. Go to dpipodcast.com forward slash direct mail to get more information. Welcome to the Discount Property Investor Podcast, where we show you how to buy real estate at a discount so you can create wealth over time and income today. Our mission is to share what we have learned from the experience of others and help you make more money investing like a pro. We want to teach you how to create wealth by investing in real estate, the discount property investor way. Thanks for tuning in. Go ahead and do the intro, Mike. All right, guys, welcome back to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. Today we're joined by a very special guest, Mr. Dan Koch. Hey, Dan. Hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> Not a lot, man. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah thanks, thanks for, for coming on, thanks man. For coming on. Uh, yeah, if you guys haven't listened to the show before, uh, we encourage everyone to go back and listen to the first 10 episodes and to check out the free wholesalecourse.com. So if you've never done any real estate investing before, we encourage everyone to start with wholesaling. You're going to learn a ton about investing that way. We put a free course together for everyone at freewholesalecourse.com. So uh, get the uh, the uh, get that out of the way. Now we can start talking to Dan. That's Dan. right. Dan, Again. thanks for joining yeah, us thank today. Thank you so much, man. Yep. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. It is. It's Halloween. That's it? right. Yeah. So, Dan, tell us a little bit about how you got involved in real estate investing. I know you were working with our partner, Ray, a while back, and then um, I believe you kind of stopped doing it and started uh, contracting a painting company, and now you're like back in full force wholesaling and investing in real estate. Yeah, I, I think when I started with Ray, which was back in 2008, um, I was pretty fresh out of college. Um, it didn't really take the business seriously, mm -hmm. you know. It was just kind of run and gun. Don't track numbers. Don't don't track your successes. You mm -hmm. know, just you're always thinking that next check will be there. Sure, sure. But 
you know, you have to treat it like a business. And obviously, I was young then and didn't really treat it how I should have treated it. Mm-hmm. So, um, went out after Ray and started rehabbing. Also, worked a corporate job at the same time. Mm-hmm. What was that? Worked for Boeing. Okay, cool. Know, for three years, two and a half years, something mm-hmm. like that, negotiating contracts. Cool. So, cool. I didn't know that about you. Yeah. Awesome, yeah, man. It's, I mean, it's something, you know, the corporate world's not for everybody. It's not for me, definitely. It's not for me either. Mm-mm. I feel it's like, the worst. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is the worst. It is the worst. <laughs> I feel like I'm a horrible employee. Right. I tell people that right now. Like, I'm a horrible corporate employee. Mm-hmm. So that's okay. You know that about yourself. Yeah, so. it was it was one of those things that you have to try out. You know, you spent the money on a college degree. Okay, let's, let's try to use it for a little bit. Dude, that's but, exactly what I did. Right. I was like, all right, I, I paid for it. I got to I got to get that money back. I tell people all the time, if I could uh, do it over again, I would take that money that I spent on college and invest in real estate from the get-go. I mean, see, sure. I would have taken that money and just partied and not actually <laughs> gone to school. Four-year head start <laughs> on, on, on where I'm at now, though. No, would, for sure. Would, would be awesome. Oh, huge. You oh, know, man. I mean, I definitely learned a lot. I had a lot of fun, but, yeah, you know, so... But anyway, back to you. So you were you're doing some you were doing some rehabs. Are you doing rehabs now? Uh, I don't have any rehabs going right now. Uh, the last major rehab I did was in 2016. Okay, so last year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So early part of last year is when it finished mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Um, just trying to just trying to get out of managing a whole bunch of people right now. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. And you know, I got kind of mm-hmm. I was rehabbing my own houses, and then people were asking me, "Hey, could you do some work for me? Could you do some work here? Could you do some work there?" And I kind of got away from what I'm good at. Right. I'm not good at managing a ton of grown men that don't want to work. You know? It's right. stressful, so, it's hard, nobody so, wants to do it. Right, so right. Dan was doing, uh, I mean, his own flips, and it sounds like he then you kind of branched out and yeah. then you started running a contracting business, essentially. Right, right, right. Just because the money was there, the need was there, the want was there. Um, the only desire that wasn't there is by the people I was trying to employ. They didn't want to work. Everybody wants to work until they get a job. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. They all show up to the interview process, but then once they're supposed to come on site to fix that sink or drain or wall right. or whatever, it's, yeah, it's a pain in the ass. So, so, it's, so it's good to be back doing what we all love to do. Right, which is wholesaling. Yeah. So Dan's been working with us for how long, Mike? It's been a while now. Yeah. And probably close to... Close yeah. to a year, I mean, probably seven, eight months, uh, give or take. Since May or June, something since like that. May yeah, or June, okay. Yeah. Okay, good deal. And uh, Dan's had a ton of success. You've already done several deals, and you've. I love the fact that you have already started to take on people underneath you, essentially. So you have, I don't want to call them assistants, but you have people that you've partnered with, let's call them JV partners, right? that have uh, taken on a lot of your, your work in terms of acquiring and going out and you know finding those motivated sellers. So let's talk about that you mm-hmm. know, just quickly. Um, who are these people? How did you recruit them? And what exactly are they doing to help you you know get that next deal? So um, the main guy that I have right now is a kid that he's pretty much fresh out of college, been out of college a couple of years, mm-hmm. we'll say, and uh, just really motivated to get in the business. And he was actually a lead from LinkedIn. No shit. Yeah, that's cool. Just somebody who wanted to wanted to learn the business. Now, when you say the business, real estate investing, real estate investing, not a wholesaling, just real estate investing. Well, wholesaling, real estate investing, the whole thing. The whole thing. Like, he okay. wanted to know how do I get into this? How mm-hmm. do I get started? Where do I go from here? And I was that same person. Sure. You know, we all in, were mm-hmm. back in two thousand and eight. Yeah. You know, 
didn't know who to listen to, didn't know who to whose content was worth anything, you know, didn't know who I should spend money with, mm-hmm. or is there free stuff out there? Mm-hmm. Well, this kid, you know, he's in the same position, so I just felt like I'll give him the same chance Ray gave me. Right. And I, he's basically doing the same things I did for Ray right. almost 10 years ago. Sure. You know, and that's... And that's the that's the best way to start. It really is. Just work with somebody that knows what they're doing right. versus trying to find all of the information online. We just did a podcast um, earlier that uh, um, we talked just about that exact same thing. You know, all the information's out there on the web. Well, it's just filtering through. It's Who filtering. Well, not only that, but putting it together. You know, it's like, do you want to learn how to do this business in a few months or even a few weeks? Or do you want to learn how to do this business over a couple of years? Right. You know, by hiring somebody or working with somebody like you are doing and he's doing with you, I, sh- I should say, you know, speeds that whole process up. And we're all doing that to some point, right? In our business, in our lives. Absolutely. We, it's just too tough to do everything by yourself and be efficient at it. Absolutely. Well, not only that, but it's just too stressful. Who wants to work 16-hour days, you right. know? Not me. And if Plus, we, you waste your time on a lot of stuff. That's the, that's the main reason that it's so much... I would just say it's better to, to right. hire someone or to work with someone. Right. Is you, you skip over all the BS yeah. and you focus your efforts on yeah. the things that are going to make you money. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. But you got more than just that one guy. You got a couple people working working with you and for you at this point, don't you? I have another girl that's making phone calls. Um, she ran a call center here locally for a while. And mm-hmm. uh, because of some family health reasons, she can't work in the call center anymore. So. She's uh, she does it from home. Yeah, she's, awesome. We're training her up, trying to get her more comfortable on the mm-hmm. phone with real estate type of calls. So right, right. That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Well, I love the fact that uh, that you you've kind of taken an untraditional approach to finding the leads because most people don't have they don't have it in them to just pick up the phone and call a seller. You know, what they do is they'll spend money on a bunch of mail or spend money on bandit signs or they'll spend money on online advertising and they'll try to get those people to reach out to them. Um, but you are just a pedal to the metal type of a guy to where you're like, screw that. We're going to fight. We're going to get lists of people and we're going to call them straight up and well, make, the, make offers on their home, so on and so forth. Right. And, you know, we're just cutting out time. One thing. Right. Right. The expense of mailing them. It does cost money to retrieve phone numbers, but if we mail somebody eight times and never get a response, that's costing money, right? Right, and time. And time. And time. And time. We can just call them directly. And then at the end of the day, it's like those difficult things that nobody wants to do, that's where the gold is. It puts you way ahead of the pack. That's what I was just going to say because, Dave, you're talking about people are willing to send out mail and they're willing to do AdWords, but they never answer their phone. And then they don't even answer the or phone. Or call them back. I mean, Which that's, is terrible. Yeah, it's just such a waste of you money. You know, so, AdWords in some areas could be five a click. It could be, I know in some areas for certain keywords, it could be hundreds of dollars yeah, it depends oh, on yeah. a click or a call. And then they don't even answer the phone. Especially yeah. in our business. I know AdWords... Or pretty high. Yeah, per yeah. Click. we were spending about twenty bucks a click for a while for a while. Yeah, keep that uh, between us. Yeah, here. yeah. we're, we're expensive. Paying way too much. Well, we don't do that yeah. anymore though, because yeah. it wasn't worth it. You yeah. know, but yeah, the fact that you can—I mean, purchasing the numbers has an expense, of course. 
but just calling those individuals up, getting their well, it, information. It does, but it doesn't have to. I mean, there are certain ways you can go and you can go online and look up people's numbers. Now. That's true. If you take the time, I right. mean, you can go out there and find these numbers. Sure. Right. It's just a it's a different expense. It's your expense of time at that point. Right. Um, so yeah, but, no, it's it's getting on the phone. It's awesome. But then when you start doing it, you start knowing what your how many people you have to call to reach somebody, and how many people you have to reach to get an appointment, and how many appointments you got to set to to get a contract and how many contracts it takes to actually close one and flip one and fund it. So mm -hmm. then you're tracking your business. You can set yourself up for the next year, share your goals with your team. If you have motivated people, they're going to see those and they're going to know, Hey, the more money I'm making, the more money he's making. We're all making money. Household easy discount property investors making money. Right. Yeah. It's just a win, win, win. Well, that's what I love. Mm -hmm. uh, I love when Dan came in, you mind sharing your goal for the year? With everybody? Yeah, yeah. 2018, I want to do 100 houses. I want to buy and sell 100 houses in 2018. Yeah. That's awesome. So we had uh, we had a little meeting, uh, our sales meeting, and Dan's just like, that's my goal. I want to do 100 houses. <laughs> and he kept getting feedback. He's like, well, what about this? What about this? No, I don't I care. Do I don't houses. care. That's the goal. That's, yeah. That was great. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> and you know what? Are we going to hit it? We're going to try. We're yeah. going to do everything we can to hit it. And you know what? If we come up short, but we're still way up there, so what? Then we're just we're gonna do 120 the next year. Right. We'll just keep right. raising it, raising it, raising it. I love it. Well, if you if you don't hit your goal, Dan, and you flip 80 houses next year, how disappointed are you gonna be? Right. 80, houses. 80 houses. 80 houses. <laughs> right. Right. I, I mean, it's it's one of those things where you're shooting for 100. Right. And you're just setting yourself up for success, which is mm -hmm. awesome. Mm -hmm. So I I love the fact that that you talked about like reverse engineering the numbers because uh, the first real estate coach that I ever hired. Um, that was like the first thing that we did. We essentially said, you know, how much money, so he started with how much money are you looking to make in the next, you know, couple months? Right. And I gave him that figure. And then he said, okay, how many, de or, you know, how much money are you estimated to make off of a deal? And then we determined that number. So then we reverse engineered it to, to, to then know how many deals I needed to do. So then he said, okay, well, what's it gonna take to do a deal? You're gonna have to make a hundred phone calls. You're gonna have to send out 300 pieces of mail, you know, so on and so forth. So we reverse engineered it all the way down to a daily list of of to, of to dos. Really? And at that point, it was like send out 60 pieces of mail, you know, contact 20 people on Craigslist, you know, make 16 offers. Or I I can't remember the exact amount, but we reverse engineered it down, and I followed that structure for three months. And then after those three months, we circled back and he said, what was your initial goal? You know, how much money were you trying to make? And then we looked at that, at that stat and I was like, holy cow, I'm, I'm right on, I'm right on point. Right. You know, but, be, but it's because we reverse engineered it. So knowing your numbers, maybe that's what we'll title this, uh, this, this podcast. Mm -hmm. Knowing your numbers is super important in, in this business, especially, especially due to the fact that we are in the marketing business. You know, real estate's our product. We've said it a million times. But at the end of the day, no matter what business you're in, you're in the marketing business. And if you don't know your numbers, you know, you, you're not gonna be able to turn that turn that goal into a plan that, that can then become an achievable success. Right, and if you're scaling it correctly, like you should, you should have to bring somebody on to help you out with stuff because you know, you're making all these new phone calls every single day, 
Well, eventually, some of those no's are going to be yes's from those. There's going to be right. there's going to be follow up. There's going to be people who call you back that you left messages for. Mm-hmm. So eventually, you're going to be to the point where you're not making any of those new cold phone calls. You need somebody to make those to for make those you for you because you're busy following up with everything else that's going on. Right. And so that's the way it works for everybody. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, then it's a win win. You teach somebody new that's coming into the business the hardest part of the business. Right. Which is really those scary phone calls. Scary phone calls. <laughs> but what's the important? I mean, I tell that. So I, I got a guy that's doing that for me right now too, and he's start. He he we, he just found us another rental, so we're gonna we're gonna pay him, um, a, you know, a nice little check. And um, same scenario, you know, he was like, "What's the you know, what's the worst thing that can happen?" Well, he said that to me, and I'm and I'm like, "They're gonna hang up on you. They're gonna they're gonna tell you no." And um, you know, he was only making a couple calls a day. And then, you know, after he got that first deal, you know, for us, I was like, it's not so scary anymore getting paid, is it? <laughs> you know, like, and he's like, no. He's like, you can tell me no a million times now. And then since that day, his, his, his number of daily calls has went from like, I don't know, maybe 10 or 15 a day to like 60. Right, right. Because he's like, tell me no. It's just that, I'm that much closer to that next yes. And it's, it's probably too deep for this short time here, but like, you know, there's that, Pleasure and pain, you know, is the pain of making a phone call greater than the pleasure of receiving a check? Like yeah. How do you? How do you? Right. Pre- and if you can, and if you can get into your mind and, and train yourself to realize that the pleasure is way greater than the pain of them maybe saying no or hanging up on you. Hanging up. Oh well. Right. I usually call them back if they hang up on me. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, we got disconnected. We got disconnected. I do it every time. Not me too. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what those that check looks like, but let's just say. I mean, would you make? Would you get hung up on twenty times to make five thousand dollars? No, or ten thousand dollars. If you knew that you had to make a hundred phone calls and you were going to make a check for ten thousand dollars, but you're going to get hung up on ninety nine times, would you do it? Absolutely. Yeah. So that's the way people have to look at it. They right. track their numbers. So I don't understand why that's so hard for most people to, to, to like get that through their thick skull. You know, because like, a lot of people our age like to text now. So calling guess, is even harder. I than guess. I guess so, man. Anything they've ever done. Right. You right. know, but like, so like, again, I've done several coaching programs and my goal with each of the program was not to make the most money. Uh, it was just to be like the number one person in the program Mm -hmm. and I've done I've done two I've done three of them but two of them were like short eight or eight or ten week programs both times I was number one and at the end of the time it was all based on scorecards which is what we give our students and my scorecard as far as number of calls made and all these things was three to five times everybody else it's like how hard is it to make that that phone call it's not but I guess people just have that fear you know of picking up the phone and yeah, and you know what? The person on the other end of the line is probably caught off guard. Mm-hmm. They're they don't even know who you are to begin with. Right? You're explaining that, and if they get upset with you, who cares? You don't even know. Them. You don't even know. Them. You That's know, just you know, complete. You never see them again. Right? <laughs> yeah. That's the hang up on you. You, you never saw them right begin with. Yeah, you never <laughs> saw them in the first place. You right? never see them ever. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's Funny. awesome. Well, Dan, thanks for coming on, man. This was a shorter little episode. We just wanted to uh, to bring you in. Um, knowing your numbers, super important, guys. Picking up the phone, making those calls, you know, that's where the money's at in this business. And, and Dan said it said really, really well. Um, you know, following up 
is just as important, if not more important, than, you know, than making those initial phone calls. So once you get to the point, if you're a new investor and you're listening to this particular episode, um, once you get to the point where um, you have a nice little database built up of, of people that you've called that the motivation may not be there today, um, you know, it, it will be there at some point down the road. So follow up with those individuals. And uh, if you need to hire an assistant or even bring on a friend or a family member, and we have a student right now who actually just brought his mother on to help him make calls, you know, and uh, you got to sometimes you got to do what, what it takes. You got you to have what it takes and you got to do it, you know, so get out there, make those calls, know your numbers. And uh, yeah, that pretty much sums it up. Yeah. You'll feel better cutting that first check to somebody else that you bring on than you will receiving your own checks too. That's Trust a great me. point. That's mm -hmm. a great point. That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks, Dan. We've had a great time. Thank you. Absolutely. Until next time, guys. Thanks. Later. Sweet. Thanks for listening to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, share, and subscribe to help us reach a wider audience. We would also appreciate it if you left us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. Thanks in advance for your support. And remember, you make your money when you buy and get paid when you sell. Now let's go build some wealth.